0: And welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitian's Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now Episode 7 of our Road to 2021 series. And as always, you're joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, we just wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them. Take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the Bodybuilding Dietitian's. And if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always check out our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which you can find in the show notes below. So without further ado, you know, episode seven now, Jack. So tell us, how is your past week?
1: Yeah, it's been a good week. Last week, I mentioned that I was going to do quite a big change to my training, which was to reduce a, lot, a few things down to two sets or quite a few. and that has been successful so far so basically i've done a little change to that basically i i do all my compound so say today's push day i'll be doing like my overhead press wide grip bench uh, at two sets and then i'll be doing my accessories at three sets and yeah so far that's been quite good it definitely has eliminated a lot of the fatigue i was feeling and it's nice to just go in and do the two sets and, and then go into my accessories. So I, to be honest, I will be keeping that in until the gyms reopen, I think, or that's what I think right now. It might change of course. And yeah, I actually saw my physio as well. I go see Effectus physio and I see Scott on, I went and saw him on Tuesday morning and we kind of looked at my, it's it's great seeing Scott because he, he's a powerlifter himself and It's it's really good to be able to speak to a physio who actually understands Mm -hmm. that stuff and not just understands the 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 mechanics of resistance training and like a squat or deadlift, but also someone who thinks and understands like the worst thing that can happen to me is if I go to a physio and they say, Oh, you need to stop training. Mm -hmm. And like the the issue that um that would only happen if you had a, a serious injury. But like I think someone who understands the mentality of someone who does resistance training, like it's, it's, it's quite a big shock if, if a professional says that to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He actually understands that athlete psychology, you Mm. know, and he understands, he gets that, no, that's, that's out of the question where you're not just going to chill out, you know, we're going to work around this.
1: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I've been seeing Scott for about a, a year now. I try and actually see him every four to six weeks, which is very frequent. And basically what we do is we, I just go to him, tell him what's up, and usually there is something to talk about in terms of um, not necessarily an ing- injury, but I think, think something might be coming up towards that, or so might be having a bit of a niggle, and we just kind of walk through that. And the reason why I love physios is because they don't just, okay, prod a few points or crack a few joints and say, okay, you're, you're done, you can go. He actually, he, he actually does little to no manipulation on me. It's purely just um, giving me exercises to try and correct imbalances or prevent issues that may arise which is mm. what I think is really valuable yeah but anyway anyway on Tuesday I went and saw him we kind of looked at my program and we kind of surmised that I was since transitioning to home workouts I have been doing a lot more lower back dominant movements which is probably why I've been feeling a lot more fatigued and my back in general hasn't it hasn't been it's not injured, but it's It's on that verge of like, okay, it's getting really fatigued.
0: On the bright side, it's grown a hell of a lot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a positive. <laughs> and yeah, so basically the solution was to actually bring down the sets anyway until I get back to the gym where I can do more machine-based stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be the solution to minimize lower back fatigue and fatigue in general as well. And on the another positive side, something I have noticed is that my... I'm feeling I'm a lot more refreshed going to each session and my strength has been a lot more consistent. Like mm-hmm. I'm at a point with pressing where usually, like pre- previously I would have assumed that it's going to get a lot slower now, but it's still been sustaining at a, a decent pace, which is good. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be something I'm just going to have to consider going back into the gym. Like my weekly sets are still in the hyp- hypertrophic rep uh, set range. So mm-hmm. about like 10 to 14 per week at the moment, mm-hmm. which is still pretty decent. So that might be something I'm just going to have to consider. Like, do I want to, well, I, I could just have blocks of doing like higher volume mm-hmm. and then lower volume as well. Which yeah.
0: But because you're that type of athlete who loves to train with a high intensity, you know, like you don't want to leave like six reps in the tank or something, right? You'd feel like you're not properly getting a workout. I think you and I are both along those lines. So it's really that trade-off of, okay, if I really want to push myself during my sets and I want to train with a higher intensity, right? perhaps I just can't do as much set volume, right? Mm. You have to bring it back down to two. And it is really interesting when you think about it because you, you doing only two sets per exercise, that's normally what we would do in a deload session, right? You would usually bring your set numbers down to two, but you're keeping intensity at the same like level. Or like, have you found that, have you tried to actually go even heavier? this past week, I know I asked you that last week, but as this week's gone on, have you purposely tried to lift a little bit heavier because you're only doing those two sets?
1: Yeah, so not much heavier though. So mm-hmm. for example, I might go two and a half, like say if I'm in like nine or 10 reps, so if my rep range is eight to 10 and I was at nine or 10 reps the week before, then I would just increased it by two and a half and went mm-hmm. for the lower lower end of the rep range to kind of lower volume even further, mm-hmm. rep wise.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that it's working and it really goes to show just how far you've come. Right. Because imagine the Jack training at UQ gym, you know, like two or even three years ago. Right. And someone suggested to you, Hey, I think you should probably only do two sets per exercise. You'd be Mm -hmm. like, get the hell out of my face. Yeah.
1: But yeah, in terms of other news, so body comp, my weight's been holding steady at 92.5 and we performed some skin folds on Wednesday. Today is Friday and nothing amazing in the skin fold department. My weight went up by about 0.6 in one month and my skin folds increased by one mil. So that's quite a something that I would expect. Like, it's-
0: I would say that's a pretty successful result. You know, that's pretty damn good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> My pleasure, you know, but you're looking great and you really are achieving positive changes to your body composition because you're gaining weight, right? But your skin folds are insignificantly increasing, like one mil across seven sites. Anyone go onto a caliper, right? And that is the tiniest little bit of skin. Like that is literally within the uh with an the error margin right mm. so it's it's really really good jack but it's just a sign that you know you are training really hard you're eating really well you're recovering well like i think we're just in this perfect position right now where we're just optimizing everything so that we can just freaking grow right
1: yeah for sure <laughs> yeah we don't have much time left so gotta maximize it
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: but yeah we've been tracking skin folds consistently for over a year now and I think I started, the first proper skin reading was at me at about 80 kilos. Mm-hmm. And that was back, I think, when I was first getting back into training after injuring my back. I had taken like a month off. So I was, yeah, about 80 kilos. So
0: that would have been December 2018. So that was yeah. just after we'd just done the ISAC course to get our accreditation.
1: Mm. Yeah, and... So I was about 80 kilos there, and obviously I was about 92.5 on Wednesday. So that's 12 and a half kilos. (laughs) That is nuts, man. (laughs) Yeah, and I think skin folds only went up by about 16 mils across seven sites, yeah.
0: That is absolutely nuts. 16 mils for 12 and a half kilograms. Like, dude, if someone wasn't resistance training and gained 12 and a half kilograms, their skin folds would probably go up by like maybe a hundred (laughs) mils, maybe even more. Wow. Credit to you. That's, that's fricking impressive.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting to see the differences in some areas though. Like the, my thigh has only changed by about like one mil and, but yeah, my abdominal region has obviously gained quite Mm -hmm. a lot more, which is which, Which is, is normal. normal. Everyone
0: yeah. generally gains weight, unless you're genetically gifted. Everyone generally gains most of their weight around their, you know, spinali abdominal, in their back kind of thing. So, mm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's not too much else to talk about for me. Nutrition has stayed basically the same. Yeah. No, no real. Changes in that department other than our rest day roasts.
0: <laughs> yes, and what was it this past week? <laughs>
1: so we had turkey legs again.
0: Again, Jack actually had the courage to ha- try turkey legs again, despite. Mm, with
1: a knife and fork, then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and luckily, he didn't chip his tooth this time. So boy you're on a roll this week but uh yeah that that was good that was a success that that must have taken courage you know (laughs) must have tasted good to give it another shot first world
1: courage right there
0: yes (laughs) uh but yeah sounds like you have had yeah it has been a good week
1: how's your week been though
0: yeah, this week, you know, every single week, I feel like it's always just a good week, right? So, like this past week, uh, we got to meet up with our friends, Macy and Cody. We all met at Nudgy Dog Beach and went for a really nice walk on Sunday afternoon in the sun. We walked out so far, you know, like Nudgy Dog Beach, it's one of those, at low tide, it's just like mud flats. And you, I, you can't walk forever, but you can pretty much walk forever, right? We walked so far. And then, like, finally we hit this point where, like, man, we should probably turn around. We turned around. And you can, like, see where we started way off on the horizon. And we're like, oh, wow. Like, it wasn't
1: that far.
0: It was pretty far. But anyway, that was, that was super fun. <laughs> on the horizon. Um, but, yeah, so that was super fun to catch up with them. So that was on the weekend. And overall, this past week, you know, it's just been good. So I've actually signed up with two new prep clients. Uh, one name, her name is Jess. The other one, her name is Kara, who I prepped last year for season B. But that's some of the exciting news because in this past week, ICN Queensland, they made an announcement that they've actually changed their show dates for season B. So originally, just like every other year, you know, the shows here in Queensland are in September, but because of the whole coronavirus thing, right, they have pushed them back to October. So they've given what next year, like four to five weeks, pretty mm, much for people yeah. to prep which is really, really great, you know? So, because people can now get back into gyms and they can have a few solid months of training in a gym before they actually compete. So I think that was an awesome decision by ICN Queensland, but pretty much now from the Queensland ICN show, the state show, we are 21 weeks out now. So, uh, Jack, Jack has one client. So what's, what's he competing in? Which division?
1: So his name's Callum, and he'll be doing men's fitness.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah. and then Jess and Cara, they'll both be doing bikini and swimwear. So I'm just so excited, you know, that those shows were pushed back and we do have a few clients that have the opportunity to compete in season B because man, I just, I love being at the shows, right? There's nothing better than being at the shows backstage with clients, you know, it's just such a great atmosphere. So really, really looking forward to that. That should be so special, especially considering this past season was canceled, right? So at least we get to experience those shows in 2020. So that should be really exciting. And, um, other than that, I donated some blood on Tuesday, so that was uh, that was nice. I'm I'm a regular blood donor, so I usually donate every single three months, so that was good. And man, what else? Skin folds wise, so yeah, we took skin folds, so we we're taking skin folds right now every single month and uh last time we took skin folds which was on the 29th of april um i was weighing in at 60.8 kilograms and my skin folds across seven sites were around 50 mils and then we took them again uh this week right and i'm weighing in at like 62.6 so that's 1.8 kilograms heavier in a month but surprisingly my skin folds only went up by four mils across seven sites so i'm super ecstatic about that i just i feel like i'm growing right now man like i'm just i'm positively growing i'm putting on muscles so i'm just i'm really really happy so and that's why i'm so glad that we're regularly taking skinfold measurements and you know coinciding that with our progress photos you know with our scale weight with our training performance everything because if I was only looking at scale weight and I'm like, shiz, I've gained 1.8 kilograms in the last month. Like, is that a bit too much? Like having that backed up by skinfold and saying like, yeah, sure, you've gained that weight, but it's a very insignificant amount of it has actually been body fat. Like that's freaking epic. So I'm really, really happy with those results, which is really cool. And yeah, body weight wise, my body, I don't know, like I've been eating the exact same macros now, for going on over two months, right? Pretty much the exact same calories every single day. It averages around 2,600, but my body weight's just slowly, slowly creeping up. Um, and so this week it's been You're hovering- You're in a calorie surplus. I am in a calorie surplus, but like it's it's like my body just finds this number and it just rolls with it. A lot of people, they have to keep adjusting, especially over a two month time period, mm. you know? It, but regardless, like this past week, my body weight's been hovering between like 62.6 to 63 kilograms, but I feel good. I like the way that I look training performance really is just through the roof right now. Like last week I was actually able to bench 47.5 kilograms for four sets of eight. So like 62, 62 and a half kilograms. Right. So like, man, like I'm feeling really strong right now. So Things are things are going well. Today I want to try to get sets of 9. That's my goal. So nice. should be good. I'll need a spot, but uh yeah, overall this past week it's um it's been a really really good week. And what's interesting is that we're recording this today on the 29th of May. Right? So that puts me at exactly 3 months post show. So I competed on the 29th of February, which is nuts to think, right? So three months post-show, and now I'm sitting around five kilograms up from stage weight, but I just feel, feel so good. But it's just crazy how fast time goes by. And what's even more nuts is that In an alternative universe where the coronas would have never happened you know like bats didn't exist and all that stuff (laughs) and i would have actually been able to do season a and i would have actually been able to do those six shows that i had planned my last show was actually meant to be last sunday which was the awnbs show so technically, if I would have actually done all of those shows, I would have only just have entered my very first week of my improvement season this past week. So I would have been five days post-show. So, I would
1: be going to Bali soon as well.
0: Oh, we would have been going to Bali on the 8th of June. Oh, boys oh, well, you know, it's always the future, like, again, like, these things happen, but, uh, but, yeah, I just thought that was crazy, that I would have still been in prep until five days ago, so that was going to be a long-ass prep, I obviously would have been reverse dieting for many, many weeks leading up, especially, like, ICN Queensland was, uh, sorry, ICN Nationals was actually supposed to end four weeks ago now so then i probably certainly would have been reversing from icn nationals all the way up into awnbs but heck season a next year you know the shows are probably going to be around that same time scale so it another shot next year but i just thought that was um that was really interesting just you know how a turn of events in life can really change your plans (laughs) (laughs) but hey i'm not complaining because like these past three months post-show like I've just been growing like a weed you know and i've been i've been eating like crazy and <laughs> i feel good so honestly it really is a blessing in disguise and to get to you know compete with alongside you jack next year like it's going to be such an amazing experience which wouldn't have happened if this past season wouldn't have been cancelled and it's just an opportunity to be so much better get on stage with a much better set of quads. So
1: let's do it. Yes.
0: Let's freaking do it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week wrapped up in a nutshell. Um, other than that, you know, that podcast was posted with Sophia. So on the brain to bar podcast, I can actually link the link to that podcast down here in the show notes below, but that was posted on Tuesday as well, which is a podcast that I spoke about last week. On our podcast so many podcasts man but uh, I'll put that link in the show notes below because I just really really enjoyed recording that with Sophia sharing my story and I'm really really proud of that podcast and it's gotten a lot of really great feedback so I would love for people to be able to tune in because I think it has the potential to really just uh, help a lot of people out you know
1: Mm, yeah undoubtedly I think so too
0: thanks all right, so that's pretty much that, you know, wrap up on this past week. You know what? This this next week, this is going to be my last week of being 22.
1: Yeah, 23 years old.
0: 23 in one week. Boy, oh my gosh. What song are you
1: going to sing this year?
0: I don't know, because last year I woke up singing 22 by Taylor Swift, as every single 22-year-old does. Well, at least I'd hope, right? But uh, is there a song about a 23-year-old?
1: 23 and me? Tw-
0: is that a what (laughs) that's not a song i know camp they sing 26 so i can sing 26 when i'm you know 26 Mm. but uh yeah i don't if anyone knows a song about being 23 right or maybe i have to watch that number the number 23 that that movie the number 23 have Mm. you seen that movie no i haven't with jim carrey yeah it's it's funky but like literally after you watch that movie every single number you start looking at, you start seeing the combination 23. It's pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. It's maybe we should watch it, you know, yeah. anyway, let's get into a few questions that we got asked, uh, personal questions, you know, this week. So Jack, starting off with this first one, it says, do you like sumo and traditional deadlifts? You and Jack don't seem to do them. I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. So I've never done a sumo deadlift and I very rarely conventional deadlift either. And I have conventional deadlifted in the past and I used to do that back in like 2015 and it was, it was okay. I wasn't overwhelmingly strong in it, but I wasn't even, I wasn't really that strong at all back then anyway. Mm -hmm. But I did conventional deadlift again at the end of my prep. So coming into my off season in 2018 and that was right before I injured my back. So, Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of put me off doing them since, and especially since RDLs work really well for me and that mm-hmm. I can... Because when people think of an RDL, they think, okay, I'm going to put on 60 kilos and I'm going to go really slow and really feel it in my hamstrings. But that's not how I approach an RDL. <laughs> and I don't think you should approach RDLs that way anyway. Sure, you should feel them, but it's still, the intensity still needs to be there. yeah And yeah, that's how... So I basically substitute RDL for my main hip hinge at the moment. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, currently I'm doing about in the gym I got up to around 170 and here at home I'm doing 160 but with I'm trying to Keep my legs a bit straighter, and also the range of motion is greater because I don't have any 20 kilo plates. So, yeah, that's that's my like. It still grows my hamstrings um, more than a sumo deadlift would, in my mm. opinion. So that's why I like it, and it's still very much dominant on the lower back as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm the exact same. You know, you taught me how to do RDLs years ago, and they are by far my favorite. Oh. <laughs> RDLs and hip thrusts you know definitely Mm. I I don't know if I could pick between one of those for my favorite hip hinge but I certainly do love RDLs and yeah I don't do sumo I've tried sumo deadlifts before and boy because I have such (laughs) freaking long limbs I look like a giraffe trying to sumo deadlift like I'm (laughs) it looks funky as heck you know because my legs are so long my arms are really long but I've actually never, I've never actually programmed conventional deadlifts before. I've done, I did trap bar deadlifts all throughout my mm. prep, you know, while we were at World's Gym. I really enjoyed trap bar deadlifts, but yeah, I never did conventional, yeah. Uh. But at the same time, i my back is probably actually one of my strongest points, just yeah. from growing up as a kid and doing a lot of exercises and a lot of sports that involve a lot of upper body, you know, so. Of a lot of swimming, I played a lot of um, you know, water polo, a lot of softball, a lot of field hockey, basketball, just so many sports that use your upper body and you need that upper body strength and upper body back strength. So, I think I just developed that a lot as a kid, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're not sumo deadlifts is definitely a great exercise, but it's just not Mm -hmm. something that we've ever done. Like, Mm -hmm. I would like it's a great exercise for glutes and your back as well, Mm -hmm. and a doctor's too but I would personally, I would do a conventional deadlift over a sumo because that Mm -hmm. would suit my biomechanics better.
0: Yeah. And what's your opinion on doing, you know, conventional deadlifts for hypertrophy? You know, like, like if you were to program them, would you see them as an exercise that you'd like to keep in throughout an entire comp prep? Or do you think they'd just be too fricking mentally and physically fatiguing?
1: Yeah. So a lot of people have difference of opinion. And because I haven't done them overwhelmed like that much it's it's tough for me to sound that credible but my opinion is they are a great exercise but I think once you get too strong at them which to be fair not many people do Mm -hmm. so when you get too strong at them the fatigue to stimulus ratio is way too high Mm -hmm. and it's tough to like progress at other things like bent over row and you might even have to put in deadlifts and then take out your other lower back loading movements to just recover so especially when like I, I think a barbell back squat's better for quads. I mm. think an RDL is better for hamstrings. Yeah, but the deadlift is certainly very, very good for back thickness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We certainly cannot deny that. Has anyone seen AJ Morris lately? Okay, his back mm. is looking freaking phenomenal. Like I'm, he's actually he is going to go ahead and compete at the end of this year. So yeah, damn excited. But yeah, if
1: you if you look at anyone who has. Uh, phenomenal deadlift numbers or even like very good. Like they, they might not have the best quads. They might not have the best hamstrings, but their lower back, their back in general be very thick.
0: Yeah. Shit. They, and if they get lean enough, they'll probably dominate in those back shots (laughs) on stage, right? Like you can tell when people do deadlifts, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never done them. I, I've just never really seen a reason for me to Program them because I, I really enjoy a hell of a lot of exercises, other exercises that work similar muscle groups, and just probably don't wouldn't fatigue me nearly as much. But I'm still young, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll do a powerlifting comp one day. <laughs> oh, God. Who knows? I definitely, I, one of my goals, I really, really do want to do a powerlifting comp and potentially just enter for bench press, you know, because one, I can't back squat. Like it doesn't look pretty, you know, with my, like my levers. Yeah. I, I don't really want to back squat and, Obviously I've never like actually progressed with conventional deadlifts, but I've got a pretty strong chest, you know, and like my, I've just inherited like strong chest genetics from my dad because my dad, when he was around 26 years old, he was just under 200 pounds. So he was around 90 kilograms and he bench pressed flat benched right dad doesn't use an arch he's like against arches um but anyway he flat benched 182.5 kilograms twice and he did it twice because he had this thing he's like nah you can't just do it once you gotta prove that you can do it twice so 182.5 kilograms and I don't know maybe one of his sperm like carried that through to me because I I have a pretty strong chest considering I don't have a massive chest you know or like I'm not like yeah i don't have a huge amount of musculature in my upper body but i just Mm. have you know a strong chest so i think that would be really cool to actually enter a powerlifting competition one day and just do bench and uh my dad's done it before he holds like a few records in the masters classes here in australia with the australian powerlifting league which is really cool so you know like daughter father yeah bonding time yeah that would be cool to take off the bucket list so Yeah. But anyway, that's kind of a side tangent to the deadlifts. (laughs) Anyway, this next question, this one says, how will the fitness industry change post COVID? What are you expecting?
1: Yeah. So this is an interesting one. So I'm not really sure to be honest. I think the biggest thing will just be to wait and see what happens. But I think unfortunately uh, quite a few PTs might and businesses as well. Like I know hold your own has changed hands, the gym, mm-hmm. And so from a negative portrayal, a lot of people won't be able to recover. So they might choose different avenues. But mm-hmm. at the same time, a lot of people might see the the opportunity in doing online coaching as well, because mm-hmm. that's probably one of the the few industries that have not necessarily thrived, but have been able to stay on two feet because it's online based.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of these PTs, for example, like group fitness instructors, right? Who have gone, transitioned from actually performing in a studio to actually, you know, they're in their living room on their iPad, they're filming themselves do a class and then everyone else can tune in at their own home to the class, right? They've actually, there. I read this thing on, um, on the news, my dad sent me that there's actually been an influx of people, right, actually attending these classes online a part of that would probably be because people are at home, they have more time, they want to do exercise. But at the same time, you know, some people, they just, you you feel insecure, right? When you exercise and when you're doing exercise, right? When you're in a new environment, especially when you're surrounded by a bunch of people, we've all been there before, right? We've all felt insecure and a little bit self-conscious about the way that we're moving. You know, what what are other people thinking about us? But people might feel a hell of a lot more comfortable in like, the, they're in their own home, right? Where it's they're just alone, no one's watching them and they can just watch an instructor, but they still feel like it's a live video, right? So it's kind of that half and half. That should be really interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I hope that they actually release some statistics on how much gym equipment was actually sold, like mm. in each state across Australia. Like that would be really interesting because some people who have set up like epic home gyms, you know,
1: yeah, they think, might not
0: go back to the yeah, gym.
1: That's a big thing as well. That we all know a few people on Instagram who have very established home gyms now and they've said that they won't be going back to normal gym. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a big change to them as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But again, we'll just, we just have to wait and see. I know that I'm, I'm really keen to go back to the gym, you know, Mm. because Jack and I, we we work from home, right? Like being able to go to the gym, you know, almost every single day of the week, like that's a great opportunity to get out of the house, you know, and go socialize there at the gym. And also it's really fun, you know, being able to travel and go to different gyms too. I I greatly enjoy that, especially, you know, being part of like the world's gym chain, right? You can tra- You can train at different world's gyms and they're all unique in their own ways. They all have different types of equipment. And, uh, yeah, that's always special. So I know I can speak on behalf of both of us. I think that we are pretty pumped, you know, to be back in there for sure. Yeah. hundred
1: mm-hmm. percent. So this is something very off topic and I'm not sure if it's actually one of those spam questions that everyone gets.
0: Yeah. Guys, you wouldn't believe how many freaking iPhone 11s we've won. I swear to God. I am just like, this house is piling up with iPhone 11s. because if if anyone doesn't get that reference like lately whenever we've been putting out a question poll like hey we're recording a new podcast ask us some questions we get freaking bombarded with these bots just like you've won an iphone 11 like message me to claim um like jesus what, what i do
1: though is when people say love your most recent photo check out my page i always dm them back and say I just say something to them and then they just, they see it and they don't say anything because they probably feel a bit embarrassed that they're spamming people with different things.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, this question says, if you could hire someone to help you, would it be with cleaning, cooking, or yard work?
0: Okay, definitely wouldn't be cooking. I love cooking my own food. I think, I think mine would probably be yard work. I love mowing the lawn, but like anything else out in the yard, like pulling out weeds, picking up dog poo, like, (laughs) like ain't for me, man. Like, and I like cleaning. I like vacuuming. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You only like vacuuming though. So I,
0: I, 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 whenever we clean the house, I'm always like, I begs the vacuum. And Jack's like, man, I'm stuck with the mop again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would probably pick cleaning because yeah. cleaning
0: cool so, so you i can't would, believe
1: we're answering this question though
0: why i don't know who <laughs> knows we might get a tbd maid one day or someone who wants to help us out you know but um then they gotta know you know which areas do you want me to focus on it's like we're in charge of the food <laughs> you can do something else um but yeah so you do clean so you do everything in the yard do you like picking up dog poo?
1: um no i can't say i do
0: yeah i can't say I do either we kind of like it's 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 split because when we're out in the park like i always do it you know like i just take that responsibility but like in the yard jack's like okay fine i'll do it because <laughs> i'm like i ain't doing it in the yard <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah that's that answer to that question and thanks for the iphone 11 by the way very generous <laughs> Okay, Jack. So last question of the day. One thing we want to improve this week. So what do you want to improve this week?
1: So on today's push workout, I'd like to do 90 kilos for seven reps Sweet. for overhead press.
0: Okay. I was going to say, what movement is this? (laughs) (laughs) This is like a single arm shoulder press or something. Damn. Exciting. So seven reps and that's across two sets.
1: Yeah. So two sets of seven reps.
0: Perfect. Not
1: three and a half reps over two sets.
0: Yes, exactly. All right, let's do it. What about you? (laughs) Yeah, I think mine's going to be the same. Like last week, again, I got that 47.5 kilogram bench for four by eight. And today I just want to try to get sets of nine or who knows, man, maybe even sets of 10, but yeah, that's definitely my goal. I'm keen to get up to the 50 kilograms for bench and start doing, you know reps of eight to 12 like that should be good and beyond and beyond what i i would absolutely love again to be able to bench my body weight at least for a one rm like that would be i think you could do that right like i have to train for it you know because like i i get up to a certain point where i'm like man that's 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 heavy for me but I can pump out eight reps of that heavy, you know, but like if I go much higher, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big type one. Yeah. Just walking around being a type one, but yeah. I think,
1: yeah, there are a few little exercise, I mean, form things that we could fix for you Mm though, like to improve, like you don't have to do an arch, but you could, you could just dig your shoulder blades a bit more into the bench and have like a tiny arch and Mm-hmm. Really focused, like take a massive deep breath and then yeah. bench. And, and I'm just
0: gonna wear like a really padded sports bra. So like <laughs> decrease that range of motion. Just kidding, man. I actually want to grow my chest. But yes, that is my goal for today. Let's get some more reps on bench. Let's just push them with some more weight, man. Let's do it. That's what yeah. we're improving. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can just share my barbell and lift the same as me. Oh
0: yeah, (laughs) go straight from forty-seven and a half up to fifty. That's almost two hundred percent increase. But hey. Forty-seven
1: and a half to fifty.
0: Oh oh my god! If if people don't know this about me, sometimes I'm actually dyslexic, or like I just (laughs) like I'll wake up in the morning, right, and I'll be like, Jack, I was ninety-two point six kilograms, and he's like, what? and i'm like oh god i mean i was uh like 60 62.9 kilograms and he's like oh god thank like tara what are you talking about like i i'm surprised and i but i've luckily never done it in a test you Mm. know like or maybe i did i don't know i wouldn't know but like luckily in an in a math exam or in a chemistry exam i've never like written things backwards but sometimes i just say numbers backwards or just say random numbers but luckily people call me up on it and they're like what that doesn't make any sense i'm like oh shit (laughs) i'm not stupid i'm just like confused
1: (laughs) yeah tiara always has to read out the episode number a few times
0: yes i it's i'm like which one's this all right so which one's this
1: this is number seven
0: this is number seven (laughs) wrap it up man
1: (laughs) okay yeah thank you for listening guys and if you enjoyed the episode Please remember to repost it on your story tag myself tag tiara tag tbd and we'll talk to you guys next week
0: bye